0: Hello and welcome to the next episode of How Good It Is, the show that takes a closer look at songs from the rock and roll era, and we check out some of the stories behind those songs and the artists who made them famous. My name is Claude Call, and I've been kind of bopping my head to the theme music this week. Remember to check out the website, howgooditis.com, and the Twitter, and the Instagram, and of course, the Facebook page, which you can find over at facebook.com slash ow. How Good It Is Pod. And if you can afford it, please consider supporting the show as a patron. For just $5 a month, you get the weekly newsletter with the week's music news, a little bit of my opinions, and the history calendar. Just a diversionary little thank you on my part. Click the link on the website or point your browser to patreon.com howgooditis. You know, it's been a while since I did this, so let me give a shout out to the folks over at Podcast Republic, which has had this show in its featured section for a very long time. Uh, and, and they're responsible for a bunch of you finding me. So, Podcast Republic, it's one of the more innovative apps out there for listening to podcasts. So, if your podcaster is frustrating you, or if you're just in the market for one, well, by all means, check out Podcast Republic by clicking the link on my page. All right, I have no idea whether you're going to find this week's trivia question to be easy or hard, but here we go. What do the following musicians have in common? And we have Paul Rogers, Eric Burden, Graham Nash, and Paul Carrick. What do all of those guys have in common? I will have that answer for ye at the end of the show. I've been on a little bit of a a kick lately with the songs that have foreign lyrics in them, not like I did back in episode 50, which focused on songs that were entirely or nearly so not in English, but on songs where a line or a verse isn't in English. And today, we're going to peek at a couple more songs in that genre. Is that a genre? It is now, I guess. And I'm willing to bet that for a couple of them anyway, you're going to be a little bit surprised. So... I'm going to start by telling you a little bit about a movie from 1960 called Les Yeux en Visage. It's a horror film, but it's not a gory one. There are a lot of um, humanistic themes in it. It's about a gifted plastic surgeon who is involved in a car accident, which badly disfigures his beautiful daughter. The surgeon begins to kidnap young women so that he can remove their faces and graft them onto his daughter to restore her looks, and because... The graphs keep failing. The daughter is forced to wear a plastic mask with very plain features so that only her eyes are visible. Meanwhile, the doctor keeps obsessively kidnapping women and stealing their faces. The daughter has become, essentially, eyes without a face, and the doctor, having blinded himself to the monster he's become, is a face without eyes. It's a truly chilling film, and even if you're watching it with subtitles, you will be genuinely riveted by it. Now, this film and the title in particular were the inspiration for Billy Idol's 1984 song Eyes Without a Face, which is the English translation for Les You Sans Visage. Now, the song's lyrics don't echo the plot of the movie. It's one of Idol's softer and more introspective tunes. In the song, Idol is basically wallowing in guilt for having ruined a relationship, and now he's coming to terms with just how petty he's been. And the female voice you hear during the song, which is provided by his girlfriend at the time, backup singer and dancer Perry Lister, and she is singing Les yeux sans visage. Incidentally, a a woman appears in the video for the song, but you can't see her very clearly, and Perry Lister isn't credited for the video, so I don't think it's her. But on the other hand, I don't know who it is, so maybe it is, maybe it's not. Incidentally, Billy Idol had himself a little horror movie scenario while making the video. It took about three days to shoot the video, which involved a lot of fog and some fire sources, And right after the shoot, Idol flew to Arizona to perform in a show, and he fell asleep on the plane. He woke up to discover that the combination of the fog and the fire, plus the dry air on the plane, had caused his contact lenses to fuse to his eyeballs. He had to check into a hospital, get the lenses removed. He had to have his corneas scraped, and his eyes were bandaged for several days while the corneas grew back. Fortunately, eyes do heal quickly when stuff like that happens. Isn't that a weird parallel, though? Billy Idol singing about eyes without a face becoming the face without eyes. All right. Let me tell you now about a game show that ran in Europe from 1962 to 1999. And I hear it was actually revived recently. Now in this game, teams from various participating European countries would dress in crazy costumes to complete bizarre tasks. Each game is judged by a pair of international judges. That's what they're called. And the winner is determined at the end of each session. It's truly weird in a fun way, and it's very physical stuff, and I will include a couple of links at the website so you can see what I'm talking about. The show is typically known by its French name, Je Sans Frontieres. In 1979, Peter Gabriel took the show's concept of different countries battling over small matters and expanded it to encompass the idea of world nations and their displays of territorialism, nationalism, and all the other little pettiness that nations can go through. He gave the lyrics an overlay of children playing games. Hans plays with Lottie, Lottie plays with Jane, Jane plays with Willie, and so forth. But when he gets to the next verse, the tensions are ramping up. Chiang is blue. They all have hills to fly them on, except for in you. Dressing up in costumes, playing city games, hiding out in treetops, shouting out rude names. And the title of the song, of course, is Games Without Frontiers, which is the English translation of Je Sans Frontieres. And it's the phrase that's sung repeatedly at the beginning, the middle, and the end of the song. Incidentally, that's Kate Bush singing Je Sans Frontieres in the record. So, no, she's not singing She's So Popular, which is what most people assume it is. And while I'm at it, I should note that the whistling is Peter Gabriel, along with producers Steve Lillywhite and Hugh Padham. Oh, and there's one final connection between the song and the TV show. While most people refer to the show by its French name, in fact, the show's logo involves the letters J-S-F, Je Sans Frontieres, for some reason in England it's called, It's a Knockout. Alright, so, here's a quick one for you, and for this one we jump back to 1969, and a group called the T-Set, which puts the foreign phrase right there in the title. Ma belle amine just means, my beautiful friend, and the spelling indicates that the friend is female. But wait, there's a little more French going on. What he's singing there is, après tous les beaux jours, je te dis merci, merci, which translates to, after all the beautiful days, I say to you, thank you, thank you. See? Easy one. And you already knew that it wasn't in English. so. All right, everything we've talked about today so far has been French, so let's move on to another language, Spanish. All right, sure, I'm skipping over the fact that the title has a French word in it, but let's move past that, okay? Did you know that Sweet Judy Blue Eyes had Spanish lyrics in it? If you, like so many others, weren't listening closely, there's an entire verse of the song being sung in Spanish near the end. Stephen Stills put this part of the song in Spanish partly because he didn't want it to be easily understood and partly because the words don't really have a lot to do with the rest of the song. And finally, he added it in because he felt that the ending was just kind of lying there and it needed a little bit of perking up. Uh, Incidentally, while Crosby, Stills, and Nash all sang on this record... Of the three, only Steven Stills is playing any instruments and there is some percussion provided by Dallas Taylor. So let's listen in and I will translate for you. How nice it would be to take you to Cuba, the Queen of the Caribbean Sea, I only want to visit you there, and how sad that I can't. Damn. See? Not much to do with the rest of the song. Uh, Every once in a while, he will change the lyrics when they perform it live. And now it's time to answer today's trivia question. Back on page two, I asked you what these five men have in common. And once again, they are Paul Rogers, Eric Burden, Graham Nash, and Paul Carrick. And the answer is they all sang on hit songs for more than one band. Paul Rogers was the voice of Free and Bad Company, Uh, Eric Burden was out front for both The Animals and War. Graham Nash sang on hits for both The Hollies and Crosby, Stills and Nash, or Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. And finally, Paul Carrick was the lead voice for Ace, which you might remember the song How Long Has This Been Going On, and for Mike and the Mechanics. And while he didn't sing, he was also a key part of Roxy Music and Squeeze for a while. And that's a full lid on another edition of How Good It Is. If you're enjoying the show, please take the time to share it with someone and maybe even leave a rating somewhere. And now, you can support the show over at patreon.com slash howgooditis if you're so inclined. Please be inclined. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can email me at howgoodpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com or you can follow the show on the Twitter machine or the Instagram at It Is. You can visit, like, and follow the show's Facebook page at facebook.com slash howgooditispod, or you can check out the show's website, howgooditis.com, where you might find a few extra bits. And this week, you are going to find a few extra bits. Go watch some of that Just Sans Frontier. That's a crazy show. Thank you, as usual, to Podcast Republic for featuring the show. And next time around, we're going to find out how good it is when we look in your eyes by listener request. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time.